Welcome to The Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's a story from Susan Forma. Many years ago, when I was still married, my husband and I decided to go on a little mini vacation with the kids. Um, Our daughter was six, my son was four, and we decided since we live on the east coast of Florida in Boca Raton, we decided an easy trip would be to drive about four hours over to Captiva Island. So we drove over. Unfortunately, we drove through a lot of rain. It was kind of a yucky day. When we get to the hotel, which was quite beautiful, it was right on a marina, we had to stay inside the entire day. So we watched movies with the kids and They were enjoying it, but we were getting a little bit antsy being inside all the time. So at night when it started to clear up, we walked outside to the marina, which was right outside of our window. And there were lots of people on their boats and lots of families on their boats. And they too had to stay in all day. So they were a little bit antsy and looking to meet other people. So uh, one of the boats we passed had a young couple with kids that were about the same age as our kids. And they invited us onto their boat. And uh, as the boys were having their drinks and the kids were kind of being with themselves, the mom says to me, listen, we went on a kayak trip or a canoe trip rather. And whatever you do, don't go into the mangroves because once you get into the mangroves, you can't get out. It's a long path and it takes about three hours to get through there. She said her kids were going mad. They were so annoyed being in there that long. It was a horrible experience. So I thought, okay. I'm going to put that in the back of my mind so we don't go into the mangroves. Well, the very next day, it was absolutely picture-perfect beautiful. I mean, the sky was bluer than blue, not a cloud in the sky. It was fabulous out. The weather was perfect. So we rent a canoe. I sit in the front. My kids sit in the middle. And my uh, husband at the time was in the back. And we're paddling along. And there's all these little islands that you could paddle around and... You could even get out of the boat and walk around these little islands, and we were having a glorious time. And then we took a left-hand turn, thinking we're going around an island, and I look ahead and I see, ooh, they look like mangroves up front. I never really had an experience of mangroves, but I could tell that it was looking a little bit dark. And um, if you've never seen a mangrove, they are trees that are very, very low to the water. And the roots of those trees grow outside of the water. So there's all these like really large mangly looking roots. Um, Some of them were so big as we as we paddled inside there we had a duck to go underneath them. Well it was scary looking and my kids were starting to freak out and to make matters worse crawling along these giant roots were crabs that were probably about the size of I don't know a kiwi so big furry, brown, and everywhere. They were everywhere. Well, as we're going underneath these roots and going deeper into the mangroves and it's getting darker and no longer can we see the beautiful sky, my kids are screaming. They're freaking out when they see these crabs that, again, they look just like spiders. Whatever they were, they were freaky. I was even grossed out. And we paddle in, we paddle in, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, we're going right into the mangroves. As I was told and warmed, do not do. So as uh, we get in further, there's a crossroad. You know, we're both paddling, paddling, paddling. We decide to go towards the left and we go right back into a dead end. 
So I'm thinking, okay, good. Maybe we'll just turn around and go out. So we somehow make a three-point turn in a canoe in a very narrow pathway, which was very challenging. The kids are still crying. They're screaming. My husband is screaming at them now to stop screaming, which is making them scream more. I'm getting anxious because the energy in the boat was just horrible. And I'm thinking, there's no way we're doing a three-hour trip in these mangroves. No way. So we finally managed to turn the boat around. And as we get to that crossroad, I am voraciously paddling to the left to get outside. He's voraciously paddling towards the right to go within. And we hit the bank of the, of the, uh, the side, you know, and we're just standing there at a standstill. Well, everyone's screaming, everyone's crying. And I said, please, please, let's just go back out and paddle around. It was so beautiful outside. There's plenty to look at. Let's just go back out there. Well, if looks could kill, I would have been dead a thousand times over. I could feel the anger burning into my back from his eyes as we're finally, you know, he concedes and we start going out of the mangroves. Well, the kids are still crying and he's all mad and everybody's in a bad mood. And I'm trying to lighten the mood by singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat, which is not helping. And I'm just thinking to myself, oh my goodness, this is our vacation. This sucks. And I look up to the sky and I'm pleading please, dear God, please help me here. Please help me. And out of nowhere, as I look into the sky, I see this giant white feather. I mean, it was probably about the length of my forearm. And it's floating, floating, floating. Now, again, we're paddling, so so we're moving forward. And as we get directly under that feather, it falls directly into my palms. And I clutch it with my hands. And I look up and I go, thank you definitely touched by an angel. Susan Forma, a story about a family vacation. (laughs) A family vacation that either reflected or led to that this is with her ex-husband, which I thought was very clear. It was great. She started off when I was still married. And as the story progressed, you could just see this poor woman trying to battle the forces of nature and her family. And, oh, I really felt for her. Thank goodness she was touched by grace at the end. Touched by grace. I guess that feather was a a signal. Well, I think she took it as a sign. She says touched by an angel. She says, God, please help. Anybody who says, who begins a story or says toward the beginning of the story, don't go in to the mangroves. You know that there's going to be trouble. <laughs> well, that was pretty scary, not being able to see sunlight and to have to deal with those ugly crabs and, and the kids crying and the husband screaming. It, it's nice that Susan kept her calm. She uses words like the blue glorious day at the beginning, sky bluer than blue. And then she gets into the screaming and freaking out and grossed out. And this sucks. The anger, I could feel his anger burning into my back. I just got the sense that it was all she could do to keep them afloat, literally and figuratively. This was the boat of their family. And that she sang, row, row, row your boat. How many people would have the presence of mind to try to be camp counselor at that moment or a mom and and bring everybody together? It didn't particularly work. It doesn't sound like it. But boy, did she try. 
Well, she was warned not to go into the mangroves because you can get lost in there. Was the husband warned as well? I didn't get that feeling. I think she was just talking to that woman. And boy, do we feel those mangroves. She describes it so vividly. Every bit of the story is so vivid. It's like a movie. It's terrific storytelling. Well, with those scary-looking crabs, I don't think I want to go into those mangroves. You know, a lot of people feel that it's kind of interesting and exciting, but she certainly wasn't in that frame of mind, and she certainly wasn't with the right people to explore. And it's nice. I've been to Captiva Island and Sanibel as a kid, and that's a piece of old Florida that is rapidly disappearing. Oh, it's so beautiful. And to think that she's got to be there and have her husband scream, stop screaming. You can disturb and destroy any good time anywhere if you're with the wrong people in the wrong situation, even in Captiva. Well, I do have to admit, Karen, that I've been on family vacations and lost my temper sometimes. And I'm not saying that I haven't lost my cool at certain times. I think you've probably even seen me do it, Michael. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen me, but, you know, we all, <laughs> we all have to step back sometimes and just look around and appreciate what we really have. And appreciate finding a feather being touched by an angel. I think that feather might have come from a bird. It doesn't matter. The timing was so perfect. And she said it kind of followed them along. Uh, it was just such a, a wonderful image. And, you know, the best of storytelling has symbols and metaphors that are not obvious, don't hit you over the head. And I think this was a great one. Although she was almost hit on the head by that feather. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send an email to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at F-A-U dot E-D-U, and I'll send you instructions. That's all you need. You can record this at home. Our website also has information as well as archive stories at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.